Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Thursday, November 30th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, House Republicans are moving toward impeaching Joe Biden. Number two, what Chuck Schumer told us about anti-Semitism in Israel. And number three, what Mike Johnson is doing tonight. Let's get into it. Yesterday, we scooped the news that... Uh, House Republicans are moving headlong, quickly, whatever the word you want to use, is to into uh, impeaching President Joe Biden. Uh, uh, Tom Emmer, the House Majority Whip, made an announcement in the House Republican conference meeting yesterday, making the case effectively, not even an announcement, but making the case that the administration, in his view, has not been uh, forthcoming with documents as part uh, in the Republican investigations into uh, President Joe Biden. Now, let's be clear, the administration is not um, uh, in agreement on that. And the theory is that if House Republicans uh, vote to open an impeachment inquiry, that will have the force of law behind it, and it will help them get these documents, pry these documents from the Biden administration. Um, Now, if Republicans move toward an impeachment inquiry and open an impeachment inquiry officially, we don't see, uh, we all are in agreement here on the political impacts of this, um, but we don't believe that there's any way that they won't impeach Joe Biden. Meaning, if they open the inquiry, um, they will, they'll do it. They'll go forth, they'll go forward with the entire thing. Uh, the momentum, in their view, will be there. Um, but we started wondering immediately. There's a few dynamics here. Number one, um, the substantive dynamics, which is there are skeptics in the House Republican conference about the um, wisdom and the strategy of opening an impeachment inquiry. And uh, those are not just vulnerable lawmakers. Those are people like... Ken Buck and Tom McClintock, conservatives who just don't believe that there's enough there to open an impeachment inquiry. Now, the leadership's theory here, um, the leadership's operating thesis is that opening an inquiry is just a step to get answers. Fair enough. That's probably that's what a lot of folks say, that it shouldn't be that controversial to open an inquiry to get some answers. That's what they think. I think it's a little bit more complicated than that. But this got us wondering yesterday where the vulnerable Republicans are as well on this. Um, could Johnson convince Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, convince people who are in these Biden districts, Republicans in these Biden districts, districts that Joe Biden won in 2020, uh, could he convince them to vote for an impeachment inquiry? And the answer is yes. Uh, yesterday, we spoke to Max Cohen and Mika Soliner, our two reporters, um, vo- uh, spoke to a bunch of uh, House Republicans, including Juan Siscomani, John Duarte, uh, Don Bacon, Mike Garcia, and they all kind of said that they believe uh, they they will vote or, uh, you know, they will support um, uh, opening an inquiry. That includes Mark Molinaro, Nick LaLota, Brendan Willi- Brandon Williams, um, the New York Republicans, the vulnerable, some of them New York Republicans. Uh, interesting quote from Mike Garcia, though, who said, is it warranted? Probably. Is it politically smart? I don't know. I don't think so. I want President Biden to be on the ticket. This is very, this is very, it's a very telling quote. Now, um, 
we anticipate this will probably happen in December in the next couple of weeks. So um, this is going to be a 2023 story, them opening this inquiry uh, as if there's not enough stuff to do in 2023. But um, we will see how this shakes out and it will be a contentious and high profile and high wire vote. Number two story of the day, what Chuck Schumer told us on anti-Semitism in Israel. Now, Chuck Schumer gave a 40-minute speech on the House, on the Senate floor, rather. He hasn't been in the House for quite some time. On the Senate floor yesterday about anti-Semitism in Israel. Um, this was a what Schumer's office, and it was. Uh, it was a very um, powerful speech. Got praise from both sides of the aisle. Got praise from the, the White House. Got praise all over. Chuck Schumer is the highest Jewish-ranking official, highest-ranking Jewish elected official in U.S. history. Um, his city, um, which is New York, he's from Brooklyn, is one of the most, um, uh, it has the second highest Jewish population in the world outside of Israel. Um, so, you know, interestingly enough, I I was there, Andrew uh, Desiderio was there, and so was John Bresnahan. And um, we talked to him both about anti-Semitism and in Israel. He said, this is something that I think I'm, I'm an American Jew, so I've, I've part of a lot of these conversations. I have a lot of friends who talk about uh, the current situation in Israel and the current anti, uh, uh, wave of anti-Semitism. Schumer said, I understand there's criticism of Israel. That's legitimate whether you agree with it or not, but not a peep about Hamas from the same people who care about the Palestinian civilians. That's confounding. Uh, so that's a sentiment that's shared across the, uh, across the spectrum. Uh, and, you know, I asked Schumer, I said, listen, I think a lot of Jews are afraid right now. And he said, people are afraid to walk out the door and take the subway. Anti-Semitism has leapt up, and that's why I spoke now. Here's what he said. The history of anti-Semitism, which I have studied, I'm steeped in, is when you fight it, you can win. When you don't fight it, you always lose. I felt as the highest ranking Jewish elected official in America an obligation. I didn't make a political calculation here at all. I don't know if it'll help me or it'll hurt me. But I had to do it. I couldn't look in the mirror if I didn't do it. I'm a person of faith. God puts you in places. He put me here. Uh, very, very interesting. Uh, and I will say this. I mean, there is a historical significance to this speech. I don't want to overstate it. Um, but there is this is a, a moment where a lot of Jews are looking for elected officials to, to speak out. If Schumer hadn't done this, he would have gotten flack for it. Maybe not directly. Um, but this is this this was a powerful moment for a lot of American Jews. Now, uh, Schumer did weigh in on some of the, situ the situation in Israel. He said that Netanyahu would lose to opposition leader Benny Gantz two to one if elections were held today. Uh, he said the majority of Israelis believe you need a two state solution. Netanyahu has become less popular. He didn't keep the security promise. But number two, most Israelis feel agreed that just letting the fanatics run the show is not going to be good for Israel. Very interesting comments from Schumer. Number three story of the day, Mike Johnson has a big night tonight. He will raise $4 million at his first big DC fundraiser, according to sources familiar with the planning. This is a big number, especially when you consider that most of the um, House GOP's big donors have already maxed out to the various hard dollar Republican entities. This is a Jeff Miller and Todd Walker uh, hosted event. Jeff is the big GOP lobbyist and fundraiser. Todd is the uh, is with Altria. The sit down dinner is going to be at Altria VIP reception at Discus and a general reception at Honeywell. Uh, this is the money is going to Johnson's leadership fund, which funnels money to his reelection campaign, his leadership back and the NRCC. People have been happy with Johnson's fundraising so far. Um, he uh, shuffled two million dollars or two and a half million dollars, I think, into the NRCC 
yesterday. And with that, leave us a rating and review. You could subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day, last day of November, and stay safe. <laughs>